When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. Okay, thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. The Flames and the Panthers about to get going in Calgary. Panthers here in Edmonton to play the Oilers on Thursday. No score in the first between Montreal and Dallas. Second period, no score. Canucks and Nashville in the third. It's 2-2 Jets and Capitals. 1-1 Sabres and Senators. 5-1 Hurricanes lead the Bruins heading to the third period and early in the third Islanders and Flyers tied 2-2. We'll keep you updated on those games. Furnace family Oilers hockey. Thursday, 5.30 face-off show and 7 o'clock for the puck drop as the Oilers try to get out of this funk. They are 0-4-2 in their last six. It is their second six-game winless skid in their last 14 games. And it has everybody feeling uh, a little tense. Again, here's how it sounded earlier today in the Hall of Fame room. Did you think over the last two years you've been second in your division and you show a lot of maturity, but now you've lost six in a row twice. Did you think your team was past that? of not getting into these long losing streaks. Sure, yeah. Um, lots of reasons for why the Oilers are playing the way they are in terms of winning and losing. What do you think is the number one reason for the losses now? Is there, is there one thing that you, in your own mind you're saying, we got to get better at that? Yeah, we, ha- we have to get better at everything. Would you like to expand on that? Nope. You can do that. You know everything. Why are you so pissy, Leon? Hmm? Why are you so pissy? I'm not. I'm just answering your... Yeah, you are. Whenever I ask you a question. I gave you an answer. Not very good one. Okay. I have one more for you. Leon, you show your frustration on the ice. Last game against Ottawa. Is that a good thing when you show it so the other team knows you're frustrated? Yeah, it's a great thing, for sure. Okay, I think we're done all right, yeah, I still kind of cringe listening to it, and I, I was there for it as well as my colleague Rob Brown checks in tonight. Well, Rob, this is the most I've said piss on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, it keeps us entertained when there's no games, doesn't it? Uh, well, it and honestly, that might be part of the problem here. That might be part of the problem, too. Well, I, I, there's a few problems here. One, the, the team is not playing well. So everybody's frustrated, fans, media, players, coaches, uh, everyone's frustrated. There's uh, the fact that the team's not playing. There's, so there's all this free time that you've got to fill. Uh, papers, radio, TV, all has to fill time. And you know, the Oilers are always going to be the number one story in town. So you need stories about the Oilers. And uh, when frustration hits frustration, you get a, a sound clip like that. And that sound clip... When the Oilers are playing well and when things are going good, uh, it gets no airplay. But when the Oilers have got two wins in their last 14 games, uh, it gets a lot of airplay, not just in Edmonton, all the way across uh, North America. So 
Uh, yeah, I've, I've had that clip sent to me by about 30 different people today, uh, and I've giggled every time I've heard it. Okay, so is there... Because to me, the the two points in my mind where it escalated are obviously when Jim shoots back with, why are you so blank with me? And, and when Leon says, you know, write whatever you want, you know everything. I mean, that's to me, that's kind of a sarcastic remark as well. Were, were those the moments for you where you were kind of like, oh, my God, like, what's, why are they doing this? Oh, well, I, I've been there. I, I've sat and listened to questions that I didn't like and answered with sarcastic comments, just simply be more or less saying, all right, I'm not taking that question here, whatever, let's move on. Um, that's probably where it all should have ended. Um, Leon got a little personal with Jim, and then Jim probably crossed the line with his remarks as well. Um, but again, it, it's frustration, and it's boiling over into the media. I'm sure Leon would like to uh, fix things on the ice and not have to deal with the media, go out there and win a hockey game and and deal with it that way. And I'm sure Jim would love to, to write about how Leon is leading the league in scoring. I don't think either one of them want to be in the press or, or be talked about because of this. But, uh, yeah, it, it it's just tough. Until you've been put in that position on both sides of it, Asking a question of a player that you know is frustrated and asking a question that you probably know the answer to already. And then on the side being the player saying, well, you know I can't answer that question. The one question he said, name one thing. Well, you can't ask Leon that question. He's, now you gotta, he's got to throw someone under the bus. Yes, it's our goaltending. He can't say that. So I've been on both sides of it. Uh, both are in tough situations. And... <laughs> Hopefully, the thing is about this, if the Oilers go out and beat Florida, who is the hottest team in the NHL, the Oilers beat them on Thursday, no one will be talking about this interview anymore. Uh, I'm not so sure about that. We just won't be talking about it as much. I think it's in <laughs> Oilers lore now, uh, especially in this day of, uh, you know, digital, where everything is saved forever. But but I, but I understand what you're saying. Um, okay, so you and I have talked a little bit about this in the past. You know, you played in a variety of different... I mean, you would have got tons of coverage in, in Pittsburgh and Chicago. I, I'm not sure if Hartford would have been at the same level. Um, like, was there ever... And look, I, I explained in the last half hour, there, there's an ongoing issue between Leon and Jim, and I, and I think that needs to be sorted out or addressed so they can behave professionally in front of each other. Like, I, I don't think it should escalate to where it got to today, but that's my own opinion. Um, like, did you ever have a media guy you were just like, I can't stand this guy? Or conversely, did you ever have a media guy that you thought, I know he's going to challenge me with these, with his questions, but but at least I respect him? Like, is there anybody that stands out for you? Uh, yeah, absolutely. In, in Pittsburgh, there is a gentleman named Dave Molinari who is in the Hockey Hall of Fame uh, as a writer uh, and, and had complete respect for him. And, and he was honest in his assessment. And sometimes players don't like the honest assessment because you know it's true, but you respect it. And I think the biggest thing you want with a player and, a, and someone in the media is respect. If the player respects you, the player will give you all the answers and all the time in the world. If the player doesn't, well, you're not going to get uh, what you want out of that player. They will hold back, and they will make life a lot harder for you. So players, I mean, treat the player well. Write honest stuff, but make sure it's honest, and don't be personal. That's what players want. 
I also played in Hartford, as you said. They didn't have a lot of media, but there was a media guy there uh, that wrote, and he crossed the line. And we had a talk, and it was the general manager at the time told me, you'll go solve this with him on your own. In blunt words, tell him what you really feel, because he crossed the line with something he wrote. So uh, I, for the most part, I got along with a lot of media. The ones I did not care for were the ones that got personal. You can tell me that I had an absolutely horrific hockey game, and you can point out all the reasons why, but you can't get personal. And some media people do, and that's where they lose the respect of their players. Having said that, not all players are forthcoming or easy to interview, and you've been around long enough to know that's the truth. Mm-hmm. But, but to get along, to, to me, being I've been on both sides. The, the media that I've worked best with, I've ended up having a relationship with where, you know, we can talk before, we'll talk about our families, we'll talk about this, that. So there's actually a friendly relationship, and now we can discuss what you want to discuss. And now being on the media side, that's how I, I try to approach it when I do talk to players. I try to talk to them as, as, a, as a person. I don't try to talk to them as I'm on one side, you're on the other. I just let's have a personal conversation. And I'll show you respect, and, and then we'll move on from that. Now, were you able to straighten it out and be comfortable with that guy in Hartford after the fact? Uh, it took time. It was because yeah. it was it, it was blunt. It was uh, aggressive. It was uh, I said things I probably shouldn't have said, but I was angry, and I had permission from my general manager to go and tell him how I felt about the personal stuff that he wrote. So uh, eventually, it very end because I eventually left Hartford I got traded and Hey it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda You never have to miss a trip ever again So download the Priceline app today Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price Happy price, price line. He was one of the people that were invited into the conversation when I announced that I wanted to be traded. Oh, really? Okay. All right. Rob Brown joining us tonight on uh, Insights Versus. I, I don't know. What do we call this? I'm just calling it Leon versus Maddie. Though that doesn't, <laughs> if they actually fought, yeah, I think Leon's in a well, little I'm... better shape. If it was golf, Matheson would win, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen Leon golf, but... Uh... If it was written words, I'm going with Jim on that. He can write with the best of them. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is. It, I mean, I just think it's it's too bad it happened, but I understand why it's a why it's a story. Like I don't like for me, it's not overly comfortable like to have a colleague on the show like in the way Jim was on you know like I said with him, you're not supposed to be part of the story, Jim. What's uh, what's <laughs> happening? And I generally don't you know I don't like. Uh, conflict um, you know it's part of, it's part of life but I'm not one of those people that that seeks it out I don't think so yeah it was just it's just kind of been a weird day with uh, with all this going on uh, you know and it's funny because you and I uh, had a pretty spirited conversation after the game Saturday on air and then one guy called in and he was like well I've never heard you guys argue before and I thought to myself what is the guy talking about like to me like that's that's me and you and me just it's like we were obviously kind of disagreeing but like we just got passionate about it which is funny because like you and I have become friends over the years 
and I feel like there's tons of mutual respect for our backgrounds and tons of um, like an increased willingness to improve and continue to find ways to connect on air. So I almost was like surprised when the guy said that we were arguing because to me that was just Reed and Rob getting into a discussion and those types of things have happened with the mics off. We'll just start talking about something and we don't always see it exactly the same way, right? Well, to me, that's that's healthy debate. Uh, I, I, everyone has an opinion, and and I'll have an opinion. This is I'll state my opinion, and I'll have the facts to back it up. But I love when someone else has an opposite opinion, and then has facts themselves to back it up. Like, so I, I have no problem with anyone calling the show, or with you, or if it's Bob or Jack or Mooner, and they say, well, this is what I say, and I disagree with it. But then you throw out why. And then you have help. Then I'm like, okay, now that you said that, I'm starting to see your point. I don't completely agree with it, but I can see your side and why you're saying that. And I think that, A, makes for better radio or TV or whatever you are to see different point of views and people explaining their point of views. And, I mean, I'm in a marriage, been with her for 32 years. We don't always agree on stuff, yet to be together that long, you have to be able to discuss it, show your reasons, and then get over it, move on to the next point. So uh, I guess we got a marriage of radio, you and I. We've been together for a number of years now that we're not always going to agree. And the one thing that I've learned in media, I'm a hockey player that's on radio. You're a radio guy that's talking about hockey. There's more I know about hockey. There's more you know about radio. Combined, we're able to help each other become better at what we do. And I think that's the great thing is you continue to grow and learn as a as a person and someone in their business, and that's what I do with you. I learn from you when it comes to how to handle phone calls, how to talk on the radio, how to do all these things. And I think that's cool to be able to do that, having this second kind of career. Well, and, and you know, the one thing that, uh, you know, and I'll kind of tie this back to, to the Leon situation. Like, I have learned with you, like, ask Rob anything. Like... Even sometimes if you might laugh a little bit, like you'll you'll always understand I'm coming from a spot of either I don't know or maybe there's some listeners that don't know or maybe we need to revisit a certain point. So there's like there's never a question that's really out of bounds or you will dismiss because we're talking about a game and a million little different things happen. I, I do feel sometimes with Leon over the years and, and you and I have heard some po- the, all the post-game interviews he he can get a little dismissive and for some reason he's directed a lot of it at Jim the last couple of years and again i i just think that needs to be like the 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 one thing if you know if i could sit down and with with leon and i'm never going to get the chance I, but i would say leon when somebody asks you why it's not an attack it's a legitimate request for an explanation because i think sometimes maybe with Leon and maybe people in other walks of life. And maybe sometimes I'm sensitive to it as well. Like the, the question why is like, well, how could you be go so stupid instead of like, no, I, I actually would like, I'm actually curious to know why and what you think, because I don't know what you think. Well, and that, that goes back to a, a trust and respect thing. Uh, the player, if he's going to answer certain questions, he's got to trust that, the question is legit, and the question isn't trying to trap him. Now, I can't speak for Leon at all because uh, I think I've said hi to him twice in my life, so I don't know him well enough. But uh, for, I know from my experience that I've, 
I've had reporters ask questions that were misleading or kind of trying to get me into a trap to say something I don't want to say. So I don't have a trust for that one. Where I've had other ones, when they ask, well, I know that I completely trust them, and I'll actually continue talking for 20 more minutes and give them more than they've ever wanted from me. Um, as for dumb questions, and I, you and I talked about this earlier today, uh, when someone asks me a question about hockey, no matter how um, elementary it is, I go back to myself. It's me talking to a mechanic, and I say, what's this little rubber thing here do? And the guy says, well, that's your brake. Like, right. I, when I ask the mechanic a question, I know zero. So he doesn't, if he looks at me and I'm like, no, I'm serious. So that's when someone asks me a question that I'm like, oh, you probably should know that. But then again, I've been in hockey for 45 years. I probably know a little bit more. So, yeah, I'm going to answer it and I'm going to show you respect. So I, I do agree that I, I, you try to, as a hockey player, you're told all the time, just treat everyone with respect. Retreat, treat them how you want to be treated. And if you do that, you get through life a lot easier. But there are some days that are tougher than others. And I would imagine people like Connor and Leon and Darnell Nurse and go down the road, Johnny Goudreau or Giordano, players that are supposed to be behind the microphone every single time. I never had to be. I was hit and miss. Some days they want me, some days they wouldn't. But these guys are needed to be talked to every day. It's got to get tough, especially in tough times. And I just think that today was just an off day for – for for Leon for Jim and uh, it, it may be cringeworthy, but it certainly was must see TV. And unfortunately for the Oilers, in a season that has gone sideways, it was just another sideways day for them. Yeah, I have a feeling we will move on. I mean, a week ago it was all Evander Kane all the time, and now that's not even being talked about. So I imagine, <laughs> I imagine we'll get through this as well. Hey, Rob, great perspective as always. I will see you. Uh, Thursday, two two games in a week. We're we're run off our feet, buddy. We'll see you then. <laughs> and, and we are going to see a very very good hockey team on Thursday, and hopefully the Edmonton Oilers will be the other very good hockey team out there too. Right on. That is Rob Brown checking in inside sports on Chet. Calgary Flames have jumped out to a 1-0 lead on the Florida Panthers, so at least one team in this province can score the first goal in a game. It was uh, tallied by Rasmus Anderson on the power play, actually his first of the season, 4.36 into the game. We're now at the nine-minute mark. The Panthers are on the power play trying to tie it up. What are the Oilers at? Uh, 22 of their last 26, they've allowed the first goal. It's it's an insane, I guess it's not a streak because it has been broken up a couple of times, and an, an insane trend, I guess. And uh, it's uh, it's hurt the Oilers a few times along the way against Ottawa. They they came back to have a lead, and then they they blew it in the third period. So uh, yeah. Uh, by the way, Perlini was once again with McDavid and, and Yamamoto. Speaking of uh, speaking of the media, Brendan Perlini was awesome on this show yesterday. Uh, Perlini left practice early. They, they were doing a five on five drill, and he he appeared to be nowhere near the puck. And then all of a sudden, it seemed to be really uncomfortable and sort of hobbled off the ice and got help down the tunnel. Dave Tippett said after practice that he thinks Perlini is okay, so hopefully he is. Uh, I guess we'll know more tomorrow when they get out there for practice at 11 o'clock. We'll uh, stick with the uh, ice, the Olympic skip for Canada coming up in Beijing. Brad Gushu before 8 o'clock. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad.